So let's lie down. And you've got your two racquetballs. For now, just take a simple shavasana laying on your back with your arms and your legs open. And you can just let the balls rest in the center of your palms, a little point of awareness. And depending on how your hand's shaped and how the bones roll, it might not be the center of your palm. So don't get too specific about it. Just let the ball rest where it rests comfortably. And just find as much softness in the body as you can. Let your eyes close. Notice that you're breathing. Notice your breathing and notice your current state of experience. Where's the mind? What do you feel in the body? What do you notice in the room around you through your senses? Perhaps there's residual tension from an experience. And perhaps the mind is busy or maybe it's tired. Maybe you're somewhere in between. Maybe there's a disconnect in the body, a space that is a little bit challenging to connect to. Just be aware of your current state of experience. I'm not trying to fix it, solve it, or change it. Just notice. More like a curiosity. Notice your jaw and let go of your jaw. Let the jaw soften. Let it hang. Maybe your lips part. It's a new sensation to let go of your jaw. You'll probably fight it at first, but let it go anyway. Notice your tongue. Aware of your tongue and let go of the root of your tongue. how the tongue drops away from the palate and the dome of your mouth becomes exposed and very spacious.
Notice your teeth. Become aware of your teeth and let go at the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt and expand. of the front layer of your body. Aware of the front layer of your body and let the front body drop into the back body. This is the yin state, the yin experience, the letting go into what is, the idea that through awareness, the necessary changes to bring us closer to our purpose, to our highest calling. will come on their own, naturally, spontaneously. From that seed of awareness. We often think that we have to do something, force something, push something, in order to reach our goals. And although it may be true that great effort might be required along the way, the initial motivation, the initial gift of action comes from the seed of awareness, which is in the yin space. start with our first movements being a nurturing self-massage using the racquetballs. So when you're ready, you can slowly bend one knee at a time, keeping the same sense of restfulness that you've cultivated already so that you're not in a hurry, there's no agenda. We're going to take the racket balls and you're just going to shift your hips to one side so that you lift one butt cheek and
place one racquetball under and then roll to the other side and place the other racquetball. And once you're there, you can feel the weight of gravity drawing the hips, the pelvis down into the racquetballs. And this is acupressure. So if you stay in one spot, it's acupressure. Find a spot that needs attention and hang out there. And breathe for a moment and get familiar with the sensation. Knowing that the urge within us to do something can be put to the side for now. And just start by planting that seed of awareness. Doing by undoing. After you've rested here for a moment, you might choose to stay here using the acupressure method of just stillness and gravity. You might want to eventually follow that urge for movement by gently taking the hips side to side. So if you've done this massage with me in class before, usually we work along the spine and we move up and down along the spine because that's the way the grain of the muscle runs. In the hips, in the buttock flesh, it runs a little more crossways, wraps around. So moving from tailbone toward the head, back and forth that way, probably won't feel as good because you're going against the grain. Again, there's an exception to every rule, so listen to your body. But most likely a side-to-side -side swaying motion is going to be most conducive most comfortable. The hips also enjoy circular motion, so feel free to find circles in the hips. You might run across a very tender spot and decide to hang out there for a while. You might end up taking one of the racquetballs out and just working one hip at a time. So we're going to take about five, six minutes here just to explore the hips before we move into our yin asanas. Letting each action that you take come forward from the seed of awareness. Aware, perhaps, of an internal signal. The body saying, move this way. And move from that space. Rather than from the headspace of, what can I do to get my hips to release?
Remember the breath. Especially if you're lingering in one spot, practicing that idea of letting go of the jaw and the root of your tongue and the teeth. It's amazing how much energy we expend on tension just in our mouth. If we start to release that tension, the energy that's being held there can go back into the body and nourish the cells and help the body heal. Feel free to continue to explore on your own. If you'd like to work into the outer hip, you're going to take one ball out. And whatever hip you're on, you're going to roll up onto the ball on your outer hip. And just support yourself with the lower arm. So I'm on my right side, so my right arm is supporting me on the floor. Forearm is down. And again, you can use the acupressure method. Find a space that needs some attention and hang out there. Or you can eventually find that rolling method here, starting to roll out the side of the hip, using your arms for support to regulate the pressure, especially once you start to get down onto the outer leg and the IT band. IT band tends to be tender on almost everyone, so you don't want to just go digging in there right away. You want to be as light as you can and really test it out. If it feels like too much pressure, it probably is, so use your arms to regulate the pressure or skip it. feel like your mat is restricting you, come off of the mat.
Spending as much time as you'd like on that leg and outer hip. When you feel satisfied, you can move to the other side. These are just simple racket balls. You can get them anywhere sporting goods are carried. I used to use tennis balls, but found these to be much more friendly to the muscles and the connective tissue, so I switched. But either one will work. Remember, you do have the sciatic nerve that runs through the hip, so you'll know if you find it, you'll feel kind of a, a buzzy, almost electrical sensation in the hip. So you don't want to be digging in on that either. So just be mindful. Your body's going to tell you where to be and where not to be. Pay attention to the signals. one of the most ignored parts of our bodies. <clears throat> Oftentimes, even when we go into to get body work done, the buttocks are skipped because of that whole weird cultural thing about buttocks, but that's your hips. <laughs> it's a very large group of muscles. It's the center of your body. It needs massage just like every other part. If you're working on the side body, work your way back to center so that you come back into the balance of rolling both hips for another 30 seconds or so. back to a neutral space and set your racquetballs off to the side. And then just lay flat on your mat or wherever you are and just rest for a moment. Feel the effects of the self-care. Give your body as a giant antenna. It's really what it's 
signals are. It's picking up on our environment and our thoughts, both inner and outer space, and giving us all of the messages that we need to live a balanced and healthy life. If we but learn to reside in this feeling state. We're going to bend at the knees so that the feet can meet the mat. Once your feet are on the mat, take your right ankle to your left thigh bone, ankle to thigh bone, or you can have base of the shin to the thigh bone, whichever is more comfortable for your body. Then you're just going to reach through with your hands, catch hold of just your left leg, and pull your left leg into the chest. So if you can, interlace the hands, finding a space where you're doing as little work as possible. So that the weight of the arms as you drop the shoulder blades toward the floor, the weight of the arms take care of holding the legs in place. collarbones soften so that they slide away from one another. Notice the mouth. Can you soften? What do you feel? Where do you feel it?
Where do you feel the point of struggle in the posture? And how can you instead let gravity do the work? So we're going to keep the legs crossed. Two options. You can keep the legs in toward the chest or you can touch the tips of your left toes on the floor as we take a twist. So you're going to gently release the legs and let the cross legs travel to your left so that the sole of your right foot lands either flat on the floor or you can put it on a block if the floor feels too far away. Keeping that ankle to thigh connection. And then reach down with your left hand and hold on to your right ankle. And then once you're there, what you do with the right arm and with the head is up to you entirely. So consult your body and see what it's asking for. Make sure you still have your ankle, right ankle connected to your left thigh bone. So that foot, if possible, is going to kind of come this way and then you tip over. How's that feel? Okay. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, so the idea here is think about your outer hips and let your outer hips soften. And you'll feel the weight of your leg bones release. So we're getting into IT band outer hip. You might have secondary sensation somewhere else, depending on what's going on in your body. Can you soften? Maybe check the space between your collarbones and your tailbone. Let your tailbone go. Notice the mouth. What can you soften in the mouth?
last few breaths here. Is there any space that can soften? Maybe it's in the body. Maybe it's in the mind. Maybe it's an emotional process. Listen closely. Feel free to assist the legs back up with the left hand. Maybe bring one leg up at a time. Take your time and move as slow as the body is asking you to. When you do make your way back to center, uncross the legs if they're not already. Finding the feet flat on the mat and just pause for a moment and breathe. whole spine soften. And then as you feel ready, left ankle, right thigh bone. Pause there, make sure your body's in agreement with where you've placed the leg, and then reach your arms through to hold on to just your right leg. So that the legs move in toward the body. Experiment with the places where you put your interlaced hands until you find that just right space where gravity takes over and you can let your shoulder blades drop and your collarbones soften and the weight of your arms does most of the work. Now, depending on the amount of tension that's in the hip, this might happen tonight. It might happen a few weeks or months from now with your practice where you find that effortless space. So if it doesn't happen right away, no worries. Just practice.
So keeping the legs crossed, you can either bring the right toes to the floor or keep the knees more toward the chest as you roll your cross legs over to the right now. So the sole of your left foot lands on the floor. Make sure you still have your ankle to thigh bone connection. That'll help you know that you've got the legs aligned properly. And then check in. Reach down with the right hand. Hold on to the left ankle if you can. What is the body asking for? Are there any small movements or changes in the posture that will bring your body closer to a space of agreement, of saying yes with every cell. So even though you may be experiencing intensity in the pull or the stretch or the opening, at the same time you're in a space of agreement within the body.
Last few breaths here. See if there's anything that can soften. Outer hips, tailbone. Slowly, gently, mindfully make your way back. Go as slow as the body is guiding. Eventually bringing the feet flat to the mat. Pause there for a moment and let your spine soften. One leg at a time, bring the legs out onto your mat and rest. Let the palms turn open to the sky. Find that place of relaxation that we experienced in our first opening asana, our first shavasana. Bend your knees and place your feet flat on the earth. Slowly roll to your right and find your way up to seated. So you might have noticed that we're exploring the hips tonight, so I'm going to go into our next hip exploration. So just find a comfortable seat and we're going to take fire log posture. Left leg on the bottom, right leg on the top. And the idea is that you stack your shins as much as possible. So you're going to notice that you might look a lot like I do in this pose where the, the knee is way up. Or you might have 
a different rotation of how your bones meet your hips and your knee might be way down. So it's going to be really different for each person. If your legs look more like mine do, maybe think about taking your block, your bolster, or roll your blanket and place it under your outer left thigh so that you have a little bit of support. And this, if it feels entirely impossible, substitute a simple cross leg position. Okay, so there's no need to try to force or crank your joints into a place that they're not ready to go or not made to go. So once you've found your space, you can think about lengthening up through your spine. So find a deep breath into your spine, tailbone drops, crown lifts. And then as you exhale, you can choose to stay where you are, experiencing your outer hips. Or if you feel like you need a little deepening in the hips, you can start to fold forward. So some things to be mindful of. Make sure that your right ankle continues to look the way it would if you were standing on it. So if your ankle has rolled, you want to flex the foot gently. Okay, so this is one of those spaces where we have a little bit of yang or action within the yin pose so that we're not doing any damage to the ankle joint. And remember, if you're in a place of absolute, complete discomfort, just go to a simple cross leg and fold over your legs. You're going to get the same basic, basic target. Find your breath wherever you are. You can let your head drop forward. You can keep it slightly lifted at neutral. It really depends on what feels right in your body. Let your outer hips soften. 
you folded forward mindfully make your way back up gently uncrossing the legs and just let your legs slowly extend out so you can release the sensation a bit maybe moving the feet So we'll switch sides. So again, it's the idea of stacking your shins. That's where the name fire log comes from. So it looks like logs stacked in a fireplace. Shins are right on top of one another. Again, if that's not accessible, simply find a cross leg position and fold forward from there. Now if you do take full fire log or it's sometimes called double pigeon make sure that your left ankle looks the way it would if you were standing on it so it shouldn't be rolling and then when you feel ready you can work your way into this long spine on your in breath and then as you exhale fold forward if it's appropriate The hips are our seat of emotional health. So when we start to go into the hips, we start to stir the waters of the emotions. And the range of our emotional experience can be wide. When we store anything that's not processed in the moment, into the cells, into the body. And the emotional aspect, for the most part, gets stored in the hips. So as the hips open, we sometimes experience that release in the emotional body. Letting go of long-held emotional tension.
Last few breaths, what can you soften? seated slowly, assist the legs in uncrossing. Let the legs extend and again feel free to oscillate the ankles, the feet a little bit. into the front of the hip next. So have your bolster handy just in case you need it. And scoot over to the left edge of your mat. Once you're on the left edge of your mat, you have space to fold your right foot back. So you're going to bend at the right knee, bringing the foot alongside of the hip. So the full variation or full option would be knees together and top of the right foot meets the mat. Now that's not going to be right for every set of joints and every body. So if that doesn't feel right for you, turn the toes of your right foot out so that the instep of the foot is on the floor. If it still doesn't feel right, separate the knees and that should give most bodies comfort in the pose. And then you can choose to stay upright if you're already feeling a lot of pull or stretch in your right quad, front of the hip, you can stay where you are. If you're not feeling a lot of pull or stretch, you can work your way back onto your elbows, either on your bolster, if the floor feels too far away, or you can put your elbows directly on the floor. Now after a few breaths there and checking in, maybe you feel like you can lie all the way back. If that's the case, Remember, you have your bolster there. You can scoot it back so it supports your head and your upper back. Or you can get rid of the bolster and come all the way to the floor. Only if that feels right. Only if it doesn't put deep compression in your low back.
as you breathe, notice again, what can you soften? What can you let go into? Slowly, if you're on your back, you're going to roll to your left and just lay on your left side. If you're on your elbows or your arms, you're just going to work your way up to seated. Either way, when you feel ready, find your way to seated. And let the legs again extend out in front of the body. Not being in any kind of hurry to move the joints of the right leg. So when the body feels ready, you can maybe curl the toes and release them and move the ankles just a bit. So yin tissues take a little longer to respond when you come out of a posture, so you don't want to rush it. Okay, so when you're ready, scoot over to the right edge of your mat. Second side of half saddle, so you're going to draw the left foot back. Again, option one is knees together, top of the left foot to the floor by your hip. Option two, turn the left foot out to the left. Option three, keep the left foot turned out and separate your knees. So find the one that works. Either stay upright or work your way to your elbows or eventually onto your back. Take your time in each stage. Just because your body went all the way to the floor on the first side or in your last practice doesn't mean it's going to want to go there today. So tune in. Be sure you have the yes from your body before you go all the way.
entering the last few rounds of breath here. back you're going to roll to your right roll to the right and curl up if you're on your arms press through the arms to come up slowly eventually we'll meet it seated take your time extending your legs Move as slowly as the body is requesting to move. All right, so we have one more. I'm going to take frog posture starting with the tadpole variation and then moving into full frog. So if you have a blanket, go ahead and find it and you're gonna make a long rectangle with your blanket so that it goes across your mat. The other option is to take your mat and fold it in half long ways and use that for padding. Suzanne, do you want a blanket or are you good? Okay. You're welcome. Okay, so we have a long rectangle. Something that's wider than your mat. And then you want to think wide leg child's pose. So you're going to set up with your knees on your blanket as wide as you can get them. Big toes come together behind you. And then you just want to start by sitting back to the heels. So if you have a knee issue that you didn't tell me about, please be gentle. So what we're looking for in this posture is inner leg opening. So if you're not finding an inner leg opening here, keep your heels and your butt connected and bring your forearms to the floor. And if you still feel like you'd like a little more pull in the inner leg, again, keep your hips to your heels, but slide your arms forward so your forehead can come down and your chest can soften toward the earth. Letting go of the weight of your hips. all sorts of modifications you can take here. If you feel like you want more of a restful position but the floor feels too far away, maybe take your bolster and stack it under your sternum or your forearms.
be creative in finding a restful space where you can feel a pull on the inner leg or a stretch, an opening, and at the same time remain soft. Stay where you are if you're feeling plenty of sensation in the inner leg. If you feel like you'd like a little more sensation, you can start to walk the arms forward so that your hips can come in line with your knees. So knees and hips on one line. And then you'll kick your feet out to the sides a bit so that your heels are slightly wider than your knees and your toes turn out. So full frog. And let your knees really slide apart. If you're on your mat, it'll be a little more difficult because you have that whole sticky mat thing going on. But if you're on a blanket, you'll notice that if you truly soften into the pull of gravity, that your knees will start to organically slide along the fabric of the blanket. You want to really get a feel for gravity in this pose, come out onto the bare floor and let gravity do its work. Soften the inner legs.
wherever you are, slowly crawl out onto your belly. Let your body land wherever it lands and let the legs straighten behind you. Just rest for a moment. Ready, bring your hands under your shoulders and think about sealing the whole front of your body to the back of your body. And once you have the front body sealed to your back body, then press through hands and knees and gently rise up, pulling through the front body. Work your way up and then find your shavasana. So we're going to go into our final resting space from here so you can lie on your back. the body is as comfortable as possible. Notice your breathing. Watch the body breathe. your jaw, aware of the jaw. Let the jaw soften. Let the jaw hang. Jaw soft.
Notice your tongue. You go of the root of the tongue. Tongue drops away from the palate. Dome of the mouth exposed. Spacious. Notice your teeth. Let go at the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt. Notice the front layer of your body. Let the front body drop into the back body.
mind to slowly begin to return to body and breath. Finding some gentle movement in your toes and your fingers. Eventually making your way onto your right side, eyes are closed. Pressing into the hands when you're ready, find your way up. Let your skeletal system soften. We'll sound one om together. Deep breath in. Om. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through your mouth. Ha. Hands come together in front of the heart. Uniting the left and right hemispheres, the body, the brain, the energetics, the yin and the yang. Acknowledging your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today. The positive effects of your practice expand out now like a ripple effect into the world, permeating all that you do, all that you are, and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste.